It's another day at the podcast. What's up, you guys? It's Katie. Happy Monday. Happy podcast day. It is a- another solo week. I hope you guys have been enjoying these solo episodes because they are not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, so this week, Ashley is out on vacation and she will be next week as well. So it's just little me. And... Hopefully no background noise. My cats have been absolutely nuts today. So we'll see about that. But yeah. Um, we've been doing a little bit of a structure to this beginning. So I will follow as we have been and continue to give us feedback um, if you like this structure or not. So without further ado, I'll get into my stories and fun updates portion of this episode. Um... Yeah, so I think this week, this past week, is going to be really relevant to this episode because that seems to be what I do with solo episodes. I just take what's relevant in my brain and apply it. Um, So yeah, this weekend felt like a big reset for me. I feel like I'm finding my focus, my balance a lot sooner and quicker. Um, I didn't do anything crazy. It was just like a regular weekend, but I was very intentional with what I did for like 80% of it. I got a massage, which was so lovely. It was my first massage ever, like a deep tissue massage. I had a ton of credits saved up in ClassPass, so I just used that. I put a poll up on my stories. If you guys participated, thank you. Um, This was on my personal Instagram, and like... 70% voted for me to get a massage with my extra credits. So that's what I did. And it was lovely and much needed. Uh, I felt so much lighter afterwards, like literally lighter, which was weird. Um, And then, yeah, I did what I would normally do on weekends that I enjoy. I went thrifting. I went to one of my favorite witchy slash medical metaphysical stores. Oh my gosh. I kind of messed that word up. Um, Yeah. I went to House of Intuition, got some of their intention candles, which put me back into a spiritual mood slash zone. Um, I put my, like, altar, I guess, my crystal shelf where I keep all my witchy stuff uh, in my room (laughs) so I could really absorb that energy. So it's in here with me. Um, Yeah, I got more incense. And just really absorbing that. So feeling like me again. And we'll get into a little bit more of that like feeling like me again moment later in the episode. Yeah. So that was my stories slash fun update, I guess. I don't really know if it was that much of a story. But yeah, I just feel really good. I want to share that. Um, Sunshine Medicine. I got to go to Venice Beach for a few hours yesterday, Sunday, and got to watch the sunset over the pier, um, hanging with Nestor and taking photos. Um, Yeah, it was really nice. There was a lot of waves and yeah. Oh, I took photos. I guess that was kind of the point of it. Uh, Yeah, took photos and took my film camera. So that was really nice. That was my sunshine medicine. What I'm looking forward to is going to the beach more. Uh, We were talking about maybe going once slash maybe twice this week, which will be really nice. I love the ocean and being there. I used to work on 
these tour boats in Alaska. And I used to be on the ocean literally every single day, almost for months on end. And I miss it. I we would come back to shore every day or night, but we would spend upwards of five hours, sometimes up to 12 hours on the water. Maybe not 12 hours on the water, maybe like 10, but a lot of time on the ocean. So I miss it. I miss spending time by the water. Um, I always joke that I have no water sign in in my chart, like anywhere. I think maybe I just have the one Scorpio sign that our entire generation shares, but I don't really claim it because like it's everyone's. Um, but yeah, I have no water in my in my astrology chart. So I joke that that's the way that I get my water. <laughs> Some astrologers are probably just shaking their heads at me. Sorry, Brian, if you're listening. Um, yeah, what's hot? Um, thrifting, always. But especially this weekend, oh my gosh, I scored big time. I got a bunch of dresses. I went to Crossroads. There's a few of them nationwide. So see if there's one around you if you're not in LA. Um, but they're like a consignment store and they buy like trendy clothes, I guess. So yeah. I went there and uh, they're consignment. So I exchanged my old clothes and got some new ones from that. Right. So fun. Um, oh, I even found this is crazy. I found a hundred dollars in the pocket of a pair of jeans that I thrifted, not from Crossroads, from another place. But I was literally shocked. Like, what the heck? I It's probably been my dream for all of my life for that to happen. Like literally since I was a kid going thrifting in Goodwill, I've always like been dying to find money in my pocket. But for there to be $100 was absolutely wild. Uh, the tag said that the product had been in the store for over five days or something like that. So I just kept it. I didn't really know what to do. I hope that's not bad juju. I'm going to take that as a sign from the thrift gods that I found the best pair of jeans ever. They fit amazingly, obviously. Um, and then that was meant for me. So I'm trying to learn to accept the gifts that come into my life instead of push them back. So thrifting is hot and so is finding money in your pocket. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm not very good at making long intros by myself because I have nobody to shoot off with. So let's do a little topic introduction. Um, I mentioned at the top of this, and I'm, you guys read the title, you already know what this episode's about, but we are going to be talking about something that I find very relevant, um, because I'm going through my own mental health journey slash self-discovery moment. So I know I'm not alone <laughs> at all in this situation. So I wanted to share some of the things that I'm reflecting on and some of the things that I think could help you in the topic of finding yourself again. Um, now, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of podcasts that are just like pure entertainment. They're not supposed to be educational at all. They're just supposed to be fun. And this topic has actually come up in even like the fun, really light episodes of some of these podcasts, which I think is really cool. So I'm not the only one who's thinking about like, finding your true self, not just like the outside, 
appearance or like the things that you think you should be, but who you actually are. So yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about that. Okay, are you lost? Maybe not. Maybe you feel like you're wandering, but you're not fully lost. Or maybe you feel like you just found the path again. <laughs> These solo ones are really weird for me, you guys. <laughs> um, okay, finding yourself again, the topic of this week. So. I want to start with how to know what you want in life. Why? Because I think a lot of people are chasing after what they think that they should be, uh, whether placed on us by society as a whole or imposed on by family members, friends, significant others, even yourself. Um, but even deeper, I believe that everyone is guilty of this, of chasing after what you think you should be. I think the more honest you are with yourself sooner and getting more specific with what you want, the more you'll be living your truth's most authentic self. So basically, this episode is just for me to listen back to when I'm feeling a little lost, which is often um, or often. Oh, my gosh. Side road or sidetrack or whatever you call it. I found this TikTok page that opens the dictionary and literally reads the words as they are meant to be said. So often is actually pronounced often. It's supposed by the dictionary, supposed to be pronounced often. So that's why I just wanted to sidebar. Fascinating. Anyways. Oh, I also wanted to share this quote in relation to this idea of me sharing how to find your true self. Um, I think it's relevant. And this is one of my favorite quotes. I find it very hilarious and relatable. Um, so the quote is, knowledge is power, ignorance is a cage, and feelings can be dealt with. I bid you good day. And that's Hannah Gatsby, um, comedian. Autistic queen. Um, yes. So where I'm going with that? Yeah. So Anyways, where I'm going with that is the sooner that you are more specific and more honest with yourself, the sooner you'll enjoy life. Feelings can be dealt with, right? Okay, so how to identify what you want in life? First, identify what you do not want. That's a little bit easier. So for example, I don't want to work in an office or I don't want to work for less than 200,000 a year. Oh, yeah. Because you're worth it. So make that don't list. Soci uh, Psychology Today recommends you get as specific as possible so you can reverse it, put simply. Uh, so example, I don't want to work in an office, but I do want to work outdoors. It's a little bit easier to kind of figure out what you want from there, right? Oprah has a method called the four P's. I'm going to tell you what the four P's are. So first P stands for pushback. And that's um, getting specific with what makes you, quote, bitch and moan. 
Uh, it's what upsets you and identify why it upsets you. The next P is possibilities. So they want you to imagine outrageously awesome outcomes of this scenario. So the example is you are working in Cinderella's castle instead of your office. Like they want you to be really outrageous, but like you want to enjoy it, which which brings us on to the next P, which is preferences. And these are the outrageously awesome outcomes you like the best. And then the last P is pinpoints, which is basically when you've spent enough time on all of the other three P's, it's your aha moment. It's what you know you can change. So pushback, possibility, preference, and pinpoints. That's from Oprah. You know it's legit. Um, separately, without reference, you can know what you want in life by meditating on it. If you practice or if you don't and you're curious about it, maybe this will kind of like unlock it for you. Basically, this is kind of the root of manifesting. Before you can manifest, you have to know what you want. So it's like that beginning step. Um, So just pick your favorite app or like Google how to meditate on what I want. And everybody's meditation style is different. Everybody has different preferences. I'm not going to tell you where to go. Find what you like and meditate on the thought of what's meant to be will come to me. Right. Uh, And beyond that, it's going to require you to be open. I think that's the key here is to figuring out what you want, because it may likely or more than likely go against the grain of everything you've ever worked for or everything you've ever known. So you kind of have to be open here. So meditate on that. What what is meant to be will come to me. What's meant to me is meant for what what comes to me is meant for me. Something along those lines. Right. And then the next question or the next step here is how to find your purpose, which is a really heavy and hard question to answer unless you're like, oh, I, I've known what I meant to do my entire life, which is good for you. Um, but even if you have thought that, you might even run into a blip where you're like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? So if you find yourself in this blip, I think the same principles apply here as they did earlier. Uh, be open. And you need to be ready to ask yourself a lot of hard questions. Uh, So how to find your purpose. Berkeley actually has a few basic guidelines. Uh, They are read, turn hurt into healing for others, cultivate awe, gratitude, and altruism. Listen to what other people appreciate about you. Find and build community and tell your story. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think these are awesome tips and I totally agree. Um, We can dive a little bit deeper into that, but I think they pretty much speak for themselves. Um, Reading, I think getting, being diverse with the books that you read will be helpful. Um, Reading a mix of fiction and nonfiction, um, biographies, uh, romance novels, like go everywhere. Uh, 
you'll really find what you like. And again, answer those questions of what you don't like. Uh, turn hurt into healing for others. Um, this can go into play by donating your time or donating your money. Um, uh, participating in uh, events to volunteer at. Um, being a volunteer in general. Uh, cultivate all gratitude and altruism. I think that can really play into talents here. Um, or at least you can recognize what you're talented at by knowing what cultivates all in gratitude and altruism. Uh, listen to what other people appreciate about you. I think that's really easy. I think you just have to really be open to accepting what people see and maybe going headfirst into that. Find and build community, I think, is a little bit different than the rest of these because it's a little bit more difficult um, if you don't know what you want. Um, so I think the key for the find and build community is is experimenting in those places uh, in which you maybe would like to build community but are unsure. So like taking classes or um, joining clubs, things like that. Um, and then tell your story. Um, I love that one. I think everybody has a different way to tell their story. Painters tell their story through paint. Writers tell their story through words. Um, actors tell their story through emotions. Things like that. Uh, so find the outlet in which you enjoy telling your story. Um, let's dive into the question, the very difficult question. Who are you? Um, and I think that question starts with another question of what makes up identity? Uh, so psychology today says that identity may indirectly be acquired from parents, peers, and other role models. Psychologists assume that identity formation is a matter of, quote, finding oneself by matching one's talents and potential with available social roles, which I kind of disagree with a little bit. Um, I think we're in a day and age where we can literally create our own societal roles without having without them having ever existed before. New careers are literally being created every day. And I think that's just really from knowing yourself enough to do what some might consider like a crazy idea. Um, so matching one's talents, you only really know what you're talented at if you've spent enough time doing something and that you're like enjoying it enough to be able to be like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm kind of good at this, <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, I think that can change and, and morph into something new. Uh, I also think that who you were as a kid is who you really are. Like the inner child is your true you, your real you. The more that you let yourself enjoy what you did as a kid, the more that you're going to find that same exact joy now as an adult. You'd be surprised um, if you haven't gotten in touch with that inner child. The more that I do it, the more that life makes sense and it's like more enjoyable and like easier just like in general so if you enjoy eating like a five-year-old like i do just eat those chicken nuggets right <laughs> as the most basic boring example um i also think that who you are is a set of values 
I think that values are a big player in, in somebody. I think that plays into integrity as well. Who you are is what you love about being alive, maybe. Think about that. Um, so finding your purpose, what else can you do? A vision board, which I feel like is like the solution for everything. Anytime any spiritual person's like in a rut, their spiritual friend is like, make a vision board. Um, so that's me. I'm going to be the friend who says make a vision board. I started doing a monthly board on my iPad for my like digital planner. And then I started adding it to my phone background and my desktop background. I hear from professionals though, you, you should do a physical board, but my digital ones are just so pretty and so personalized and I love them. So I do one every month. Um, my May one is 10 out of 10. It's my favorite that I've made so far. I just love the colors. It's blue and green and very me. So yeah, do a vision board kind of really help you hone in on the stuff that you like, that you want to do. Uh, like for example, on my vision board for this month, I have like a photo of tennis basically, because I really love playing tennis. I had so much fun learning how to play tennis with Ashley last year. And I really want to do more of that this year. So kind of as like a reminder to myself, I put that on my board to do the things that I love, which goes into my next point, make more time in your day to do things that you actually enjoy. Like genuinely, there was this girl on TikTok whose profile was entirely dedicated to how you can do something fun every single day, not just on weekends. I think it was something along the same vein of not just weekends or something like that. I don't know. I'll try and find her profile and put it in the, in the show notes if I can. Um, but some ways that you can do things that you genuinely enjoy every day just to like avoid monotony, uh, go on an evening walk or hike get lunch at your absolute favorite place, go eat lunch outside, um, make homemade pizza, like literally just like whatever Pinterest says is cute and fun, do that. Just try it because it's probably cute and fun. Pinterest always knows what's up. Um, this was kind of mentioned earlier, but I kind of want to touch on it a little bit more. Um, so find out how you can make what you do serve a higher purpose in your own life. And sidebar, this is also a huge marketing tactic um, to connect deeper to your customers. So if you're a business professional trying to figure out how to market your service better, uh, it's identifying the higher purpose, right? But I digress. When what you do is bettering the lives of others, you love what you do times 10. But only if it's like not taking anything from you, which goes into my next point. What you're super talented at doesn't have to be the thing that makes you money. Some people are just like not wired for it, myself included. I love photography and it made me money, but it took so much enjoyment out of the actual craft, out of taking photos. I kind of have a complicated relationship with photography now because of that. I know a lot of other artists and service people in their own industries who experience similar things. I, I stumbled on a TikTok the other day just about it. There was a chef who was like, I had to quit because it was taking all the enjoyment out of it. Now I just make scones at home. Like, I thought that was really cute. And 
yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be the thing that makes you money. So if you're feeling hesitant about making your hobby into your full-time job, I think that's 100% okay. Um, but I might have you asking, if your purpose isn't what you're most talented at, then what is? Uh, I think you can reframe this by looking at all the other stuff in the world that you enjoy. Literally, you don't enjoy just two things in life or like one thing in life, right? I, I sure hope not. Because if that's the case, you need to spend more time with yourself and you need to do more things. Because I guarantee you, you enjoy at least 10 things. At least 10 things. Okay? Um, <laughs> when comparing your talents to the work field, you have to be honest with what with with what would have been expected of you to make that career work. I think that also can help you answer the what I don't want question from earlier. Yeah. So if you're not looking for 12 hour day job, maybe don't work a career that requires that of you. If you don't want to travel constantly for work, maybe don't do a career that, you know, that's required of you. So just be really honest. And um, put that on your list. Uh, some other generally loose tips around this subject of uh, finding your purpose. Meditate, like I said earlier. Try random stuff. I cannot emphasize this enough. I think you need to be the most exploratory, exploitative. I don't know explore <laughs> all the stuff that you can do like literally be as random as possible because you'll never know what you will become obsessed with so take classes travel try new food um go to new spots in your town you don't have to go far you don't have to make it expensive it can be free to cheap and it can be close to home but i guarantee that there are some things that you can do that you've never done before like Make a 2022 bucket list of all the stuff that you want to try before the end of the year that's easy. You might surprise yourself. You can also journal. Um, spend time in nature, whatever that looks like for you and wherever you live. In LA, that can look like going on a hike, which is so easy, or going to the beach, which is equally as easy. <laughs> I live like 15 minutes from the nearest hike and 45 minutes from the nearest ocean with traffic. So I kind of got it made. Um, spend more time alone. I think that's key. I think especially if you, if you are constantly surrounded by people and other people's opinions, your own opinion might become diluted with the voices of other people, not of yourself. So the more time that you spend with yourself, I think the easier it is to be honest with yourself. So prioritize that. You can donate your time to others in need. This is something that I've been wanting to do myself. Um, whatever that looks like in your community. Pinpoint an area in which your community needs help and do that. I think you'll discover new things about yourself, what you like, what you dislike. Um, know what your worth and your purpose is, not based on outside influence. Uh, kind of plays into the same thing. Um, really, 
only listen to what your heart says and what brings you genuine joy every single day. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. Um, And then the last thing that I wanted to cover in this episode um, before I wrap it up is how to know your value, which is a really hard question. Um, I think a lot of these questions, if you're not like crystal clear, can be very difficult to pinpoint. So I'm just going to leave you with what the Berkeley Wellbeing Institute says with how to know your value, because I think this is this really just lays it out. So step one is prioritize learning over performance. Adopt pro-social goals, which are goals that benefit your community or others outside of yourself, and reduce external contingencies. Afterwards, you're going to ask yourself these questions. What makes you special or unique? What do you do that no one else does? What are your positive qualities? Remember, honesty is key here and there are no wrong answers. Um, Your answers don't have to be, what makes you unique? I have the most incredible voice in the world. (laughs) Like your answers don't have to look like that. It can look like I have a unique perspective on X, whatever that looks like for you. Um, So yeah, honesty is key. And then the last thing, I just think as a general rule of thumb, as like a general piece of advice, as a as a general theme, is mindset matters. Um, I think this entire episode is a lesson in mindset. Um, so see if you can make an attempt to change your mindset this week. Can you be intentional? Can you be more intentional? Um So journal, right? Write a list of things down that you really love. Write a list of things down that you really dislike. Um, Write a list of things down that you are curious about, things that you want to try, things that you've never done before that um, you're, yeah, just put simply very curious about. Um, I think if you know me, you know that I think curiosity is key and that's where you can discover a lot of interesting things about yourself. So always chase that curiosity. So yeah, another quickie because you guys already know. I mean, this is my second solo episode. So you already know that you're you're waiting for me to tell you that I'm not very good at doing these little episodes. So I have to make it very short because I don't have anybody to play off of. And that is still true on this episode. Uh, do you want to know something kind of funny? I... <laughs> I really hope that you can't tell, but I have a feeling that you might be able to tell. I scripted this like 80%. I ad-libbed the stuff that sounds ad-libbed and I read off of my notes. I don't usually do this. I especially don't do this with Ashley. And I don't think this is a no-no in particular, but I think it's really funny. And I think this is just like a key about me. I'm only able to cover the stuff that I really want to cover if it's written down and I can read off of it and I can like ad lib stuff in the middle to make it more like fun and conversational. <laughs> but I thought that was really funny and I just wanted to share that with you. Um, yeah, next week, I hope to have a guest. It's been a while since we've had a guest on the podcast. So I, I hope that I can bring you a solo plus guest episode next week. Um, And in the meantime, stay connected on Instagram. 
Um, I know we haven't really had a very active profile there and I'm totally calling myself out on that, but I'm feeling better and I'm feeling like my creative spark. And I think it's doing a lot of this stuff that I was talking about here. Um, just spending a lot of time with self and being really honest and just trying things out. Yeah. So expect the page to be updating shortly. Um, but in the meantime, you can always hit us up on our DMs and um, reach out independently to either Ashley's profile or my profile. Uh, you can watch Ashley's amazing vacation. I can try and talk her into doing um, a stories takeover. Um, but if you don't know about her vacation, listen to last week's episode. She gave all of her tips on vacationing on what she's doing, on what she thinks about when she's vacationing. So give that episode a listen uh, or give it a save for your future vacation. It could be handy. I know I will be doing that. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for sticking around for another solo week and I will see you guys next week. Um, In the meantime, hope you guys have a great week. Yeah, how many times can I say week in in a sentence? I don't know. Week, 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 week. Okay, bye.